Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 312 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Yiblick, the Goblin Ranger. Oh, yeah. Yiblick! You're remembering my character's name still, even though I changed my name on the on the map, on the uh, zoo map. No, it said Yiblick. It did say earlier. He fixed it now. It's been a full three minutes, though, All since right. then. Uh, and Brian. Hello. And Gordon. How's it going? And even though she said she would never be on another episode, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say that? I don't. What am I doing? She didn't say it that way. No, no, no. Uh, And I said uh, I don't know if I'll stay here the whole time, (laughs) and that's probably true for tonight too. Uh, And Justin. What else do you have? And the man in the shadows, Pete. (laughs) <laughs> he is just in the shadows. Marquise oh. 88. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he's, with the phone, just in the background, just like he's in some like, sort of 80s movie or something. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you hacking in the pentagram right no, now? No, he, he is it's like, he's Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Hey, I have an extension. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh... That's so many directions to go with that. All right. Uh, Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patrons, Andy Thompson and Devin Stinson. Carlos, do you know why they are so awesome? Is it because they're patrons of our great shows? No, but you were telling me a story about their powers earlier. Would you care to tell everybody else about that? But they're, they're secret powers, though. If I can't share that, what if they turn their secret powers upon me? Well, I mean... I would be ruined. What, I'd what be reduced there? to atoms, what? and then reduced from those atoms to smaller particles, like are, gluons. Are you saying that they have the powers of Dr. Manhattan? It sounds like you're saying. I am not saying that. I am certainly not saying that, and I hope our <laughs> patrons are hearing me say that I am not saying that. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Here's what I know. Here's what I know about the two black belt patrons. The first one is what Andy Thompson. Yep. And the second one is Devin. Devin Stinson. Stinson. If if Devin and Andy, if if Devin sat on Andy's shoulders and they put on a trench coat <laughs> and they went into a movie, they would not get carded. That is true. If you would like to not be carded while going into movies, head <laughs> uh, <laughs> over to Patreon.com. Touch Blind Ninja Studios and become a patron today. <laughs> I haven't done two kids in a trench coat in a long time. That's felt good. <laughs> All right. And if I you do the Amazon shopping, head over to uh, BlindNinjaStudios.com. Click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal. Uh, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. Um, oh, and it oh, looks like we have shit. a Ricky, goes, Ricky, Rick, Rick. Here goes Rick. Hopping in. Uh, Rick, but, what's your blood alcohol alcohol content at this point? What's up, dude? All right. Uh, so, hey, hi. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, we're or actually no, we're gonna start with Carlos like usual. Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Oh, not too much. Working some long hours and uh, trying to play 
video games, not doing a whole lot of video games, but I've been, I watched the entire season of Bob's Burgers, so that was fun. Uh, which which season? Uh, I just finished season nine. Uh, I'm so you're a season behind the season ten. Okay. Uh, Bob's Burgers, what a great show! I love that. It show. is a awesome great show. show. Uh, did you guys know that I have the Bob's Burgers album? It's the I've seen it, and have you ever tried to make any of the burgers? Because there's a cookbook. What? There's a cookbook? That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, there's a cookbook. You're surprised that there's a cookbook, but not surprised that there's an album? Come on. Yeah, that's what it kind of blew my mind, too, actually, Justin, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> well, I didn't well, know there was a cookbook. have an album, but what do you mean the burger place is a cookbook? <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised. I just, I don't have it, and that surprises me more than anything. Uh, touche. Yeah, right. Casey, so okay, what's wrong with Casey. you? I don't know. I just, I guess, I get, I don't want to like fry the pickles and make like the chive my car burger. You know, it's, it's a whole it's thing. Cut little pickles for wheels, man. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> All right, Carlos, anything else you've been up to, man? No, not really. All righty. Brain, how you doing? Hello, I'm uh, doing great. Uh, I've been playing a lot of, um, D and D online, and I'm I'm really pumped about uh, it, man. I yeah, dude. Uh, it's like th- we we have been too. It's it's kind of like the like roll twenty is having a bit of a resurgence right now. It seems <laughs> I, like I can't believe how cool roll twenty is. I would say that if everyone had Microsoft OneNote, it would probably be like it'd probably be like a thousand times better than roll twenty. But I think roll twenty is so like accessible and easy. Um, we actually like well the fog of war feature is super cool with it oh yeah that but um we did um hangouts and i mean hangouts worked fine but you don't have the rolling feature in the chat yeah but what what, the one thing i was going to comment on as far as roll 20 goes like the rolls are either ones or fucking 20s like there's no no yeah the rolls suck in roll 20 like use your use your actual dice i can roll 2d8 for damage on something and get a one and an eight it's it's like they didn't use a random seed for the random number generator and they're getting the same thing so one of the groups i like very quickly was like i'm just rolling manual dice you're gonna have to believe me like whatever that's i mean that's that's kind of what we do we use it uh for the mapping and uh like i like the turn order bits uh, the dynamic cool. lighting is super yep. cool. Seeing the seeing the characters and then also as a player, being able to move. Yep. Your own character. Yeah, and, uh, we don't like. We don't make a thing where like in our campaigns, rolling high really wouldn't help you that much because it's mostly like. Stupid decisions oh, like that Rick makes. You normally have <laughs> stupid decisions that Rick makes that kills everybody. I knew that's this was going to be a happened. fucking Rick thing as soon as I heard, I bet you got it. Let's attack the list. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Are you guys saying, are you guys, are you guys talking about, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, how how is the how is the online uh, so the online uh, like D and D has been fun. Anything else you've been up to? No, I uh, actually got uh, been getting out and hiking around the neighborhood and had oh, nice. not ever thought about doing that and found a bunch of cool trails and uh, you uh yeah. you did your first uh, like hop and barrel like hangout right. Yeah, it was awkward <laughs> and bad. 
<laughs> I was going to ask how it went. Now yeah. I know. Sounds right. I was like, oh, this will be a breeze. I do these podcasts or whatever. And then we get on the feed and I'm just like, wow. I'm like, I don't, I'm out of my element. Like, oh, I, I need, I need a co-host. Shit. Yeah. It needs to be, <laughs> it needs to be scripted. And like, I don't know. There's just, it's like a, it's a whole different element. to. What did you guys, what did you guys do? And we just kind of yammered about our light beer. Okay. Um, and it's the same thing. Like I'd say like maybe like. 20% of the um, uh, homebrew bound episodes that we do, I'm like, I wish I would have prepared better. And you, you know, a lot of times when you think you're, you've prepared enough, you, <laughs> you should prepare more. <laughs> so uh, when, when, when you're doing those, I guess, what's the, uh, what's, what's kind of the idea behind it? Is it uh, more of a marketing tool in, or just keep, keep people, people engaged? engaged? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, we can talk more about it off the air about like, some ideas I have and yep. some trials and tribulations and what I think, but like for the moment, it's like throw two people on screen for happy hour on Friday, keep people engaged, do 15 minutes or less to not lose everyone's attention. So DOL um, fans, if you have nothing to do on a Friday, head over to the hop and barrel Facebook page <laughs> and 3, make 3 fun PM. Uh, at 3 PM and make fun of Brian hard in the chat. Oh no, it, it's not going to be me every time. Katie, actually, <laughs> Katie uh, did the first one with Justin and I thought that one went great. And, and okay. that's why I'm kind of all about doing this. Plus I've seen a few other breweries are uh, jumping on and like talking a bunch and, and doing these live happy hour things. And oh, I, cool. I think that's really cool. So um, we're, we're trying to do that. Our own little like weird hop and barrel version of it. So, all right. Uh, Gordon. Not a lot. Um, work is hey. I'm seeing my customers face to face. So I have now, been stuck back in the store that I worked for five years to get out of. <clears throat> delivery driver and stock boy. Oh, fun. So you, 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 you've been demoted is what you're saying. Uh, but I'm keeping the pay. So, you know, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Pay my <laughs> wasn't that store in Stillwater? Huh? It wasn't that store in Stillwater. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no. I'm right now. I because they've grounded all sales reps that we have to be working in store. So I'm working in my own store, which is in Rice Lake. Oh, got it. When you were talking about the one you worked to get out of, I was like, Gordon, you were in Stillwater. Yeah, Why are you I was like, far? stores in general, <laughs> they don't want to be in anymore unless it's a commercial store where there's zero and there's no sales store. Paint lighters. Yeah, let me go be a taint uh, paint jockey. Whoa! No, no, no! You're right the first time. You're right the first time. Yeah, <laughs> Jackie. All right. right uh, so, and, anything else, Gordon? How's how's your uh, how's your food situation looking? Uh, well, you know, I'm down to half bag spinach and ketchup, but I think I have enough beer to last me another 48 hours. Oh Jesus! That's Christ. it, dude. I saw the pictures of your fridge. It was nothing but beer. It's it's all there's only beer in there. There was like seventy beers in that fridge. Uh, that's yeah, and that's not including what I still have in warm storage. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! That's paint life, bro. <laughs> paint life. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> of those I'm sitting on for a while. The rest I just kind of picked up because I found a new liquor store in this area that actually has a decent selection. Oh, Which nice. one? Uh, Island Wines. Down oh, Island. It, dude, more down in Cumberland. Island, Island Wines has pizza, movies, beer pong, cigars, homebrew equipment. Um, so everything. Beer. <laughs> uh, what the hell like else do they have? Every single one of those things. I, I know. That's All what I'm saying. 
I this walk this guy's flicker store. It's like a it's like a dude's college. But I I have house. I have beef with yeah, Cumberland because they keep calling themselves a goddamn old. island and they're not. Well, I, right. well, Casey, actually, want... if you think about it from a certain perspective, they're an island of stuff that you could just go there and live on that island. An I island of beer Casey functions. and I had this conversation, like, like multiple years Every ago. year we go up to like, Adeline, Madeline, and every year we come back home. I get <laughs> yeah. mad at Cumberland. It's not this a fucking island. island. But it I is. walked in their, their beer cooler, and I came back out empty-handed. The guy's, oh, you can find anything. I'm like, no, do you got a box I can use? He goes, here, and he <laughs> Back box and I'm like, no, I like a wine case. Do you have any empty wine cases? He's like, why? Like, do you have me. a dolly that I can use, please? <laughs> oh, two and a half wine cases later, I left the liquor store, and I think I made a new friend because the owner is the only one working right now. Well, you uh, kept him in business for what another month. Name? Larry. Larry. Yep, he's a good dude. That's in Cumberland, right? Technically, yep. yeah, yeah, on the south side of Cumberland. Southside Cumberland. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure I know where that is, and I'm sure all our listeners know where it is too. <laughs> it's north of eight. <laughs> None of them have Google, Carlos. So you know, and I don't have it either. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, uh, Justin, how, how's your week been? Oh, a um, lot like the last one. Um, Trying to uh, keep as busy as possible and not, uh, you know, drive myself into the ground reading too much of the news. I've, uh, That's know, rough. I've, I've found that a lot of people I've talked to are kind of limiting their not social media input, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of free time to scroll, but you know what what they read at what times? Because you know if you start diving into this rabbit hole of you know terrifying shit at like bedtime, you're not going to sleep. Yeah. Um, but no, otherwise, I mean, we talked a little bit, I think, about. Like the certifications I'm doing, I know I passed some information on to Brian as well. Yeah, uh, I actually dug out an, an old book that I forgot I had. But thank God there's no time limit on it. It is it's not oh, reversed. It sucks. Um, oh no, it's it's it's, it's for it's forward for us. Oh, it is for you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's totally reversed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's the uh, the Bourbon Steward exam from the State and Thief, Thief Society. Um, it's essentially um, your your like sommelier setup, but for bourbon specifically. Oh wow! Um, they call it they call it Moonshine University, which I hate the name personally. <laughs> um, it's just it's hokey, uh, but it's basically all the major players in like the original bourbon scene in Kentucky came together and created this you know accreditation for it. Um, so much like you know, I think I passed the bar starts on to Brian. You go through, you take one, and then that qualifies you to take another. So if I do this one, I do the test online, and then the other one, which I wouldn't be able to do now, I'd actually have to go down to Kentucky, to their like campus, take like a three day thing, and then I'm like certified. So yeah, it's so a once you pass, thing. so once you pass that bar exam, you're certified for performing uh, barroom law, right? Correct. <laughs> All right. Damn I, try, I tried really hard not to laugh at that one because I thought it fucking sucked, but <laughs> it's pretty good. It was pretty good. It's actually pretty good. So Justin, and I, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this, but you, you won some kind of like uh, bourbon cocktail contest in the past, didn't you? Yeah, that was, cool. Oh yeah. yeah, that was a that was a couple of years ago. That was about two years ago now. Okay, I think be two years in November. I think. Um, yeah, it was uh, an original thing through Woodford Reserve, through Brown Foreman, and submitted a, a concept drink based on criteria, and uh, I was one of seven people from the state of Minnesota to go. Cool, um, oh, wow. 
That was fun. Are they took like seven states across the Midwest, seven bartenders from each one, and then flew us all to Kentucky for for uh, five days. And that's just awesome. a bad plan because we're Midwestern. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you you make it, we keep you in business. I didn't think about <laughs> that. <laughs> it was just a mecca, though. God, the things we can't find in every dive bar that they've got every variety in their four bottles deep. It's, oh wow! It was crazy. All right, didn't you like every Willet, every. What's up? Didn't you just get top 10 of something recently? Yeah, I did another one, um, which unfortunately now has been postponed um, until, you know, apocalypse. Um, but it's their big one. It's their Manhattan competition, the Manhattan experience, they call it. So you just create two cocktails. One is your traditional Manhattan, um, you know, your three-part thing, bitters, vermouth, spirit. You can split the spirit base. You can split the bitters, vermouth, whatever, as long as it's like that. Then the other one is an off-the-cuff thing. It keeps with the tradition of it, but you can be wild with it. Um, <clears throat> they do that as a regional versus a state thing. Um, so, like, the Twin Cities and then, like, that extending to the Dakotas, part of Wisconsin, Iowa, um, stuff like that. Whereas, like, Chicago and in Milwaukee with their own regions, major cities kind of in the outside area. I did top 10 for our region. Oh, wow. Um, so I was supposed to, I was supposed to go compete. Um, I forget what it was. It's been it's past it now um and actually compete in front of judges like local to do people yeah, i don't know like from that. i i know this because i've been in the beer and bar industry for 100 years but like what justin's talking about is like there's like a it's like a it's like a big deal there's tons of these competitions all the time and like they're they're a big deal um so for you know i don't know you're, you're at red rabbit right in st paul mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. like to be in these and participating and doing them and be winning them is pretty big deal. So because there's a shitload of bartenders out there, but yeah, it's kind of neat. I've seen some of them. Well, we only let the elite here on DOO, so. <laughs> well, you know, nope. bartenders nope. are, uh, are like excuses and assholes. <laughs> we, we all know one, and everybody else stink. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway. All right. Uh, any anything else you want to talk about, Justin? Uh, no, I didn't mean to ramble there a little bit, but uh, no, no, that's uh, between uh, between Sean James putting out music on Sundays and then this, you know, little social gathering, it's been uh, been a little easier. No, that helps. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I I keep trying to throw it over to Katie, but she keeps leaving right before I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> every, every quiet, quiet. Shh. So, Katie, what have you been up to? Uh, what am I? What have I been up to? Yeah. What have you? I don't know. I was going to bring up the Facebook Live thing, but we already talked about that a talked little bit. That. Well, you guys are making you hand sanitizer. You should talk about the one you did. Oh, we did one. Um, the first one was uh, double IPAs to promote the double IPA that we brewed at Hop and Barrel called Overbearing. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was it was it was it was it was strange because it was just just literally Justin, the other hop and barrel owner, and I in, in the in the whole building, and we were Not trying me. to you know record this and figure out how the iPad needed to be set up to get the right angle. And it's it's, <laughs> it's very choppy, and we're working on it. Um, hopefully, week by week, we can we can do this this live event at, at what time is it again? Three p.m. Three p.m. Right, oh, yeah, and my microphone kit arrived oh, and. It is slick. Yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, because I think that there's, you know, there's this balance between making it polished but not over-prepared. 
and you know we're trying to figure that out but it's are you fun. guys are this, you guys this taking, next go. one is gonna be what no go go ahead go ahead huh what huh, huh? i was huh? gonna say this next one that we're gonna do is gonna be uh we're gonna kind of focus on hudson hayes one of our beers that we brew um we've got a promotion i think coming up with that beer um kind of based on you know this whole covid19 uh situation so we're hoping to kind of talk about that beer a little bit and again we don't want it to be too long but it's pretty fun are you guys uh watching chat during it and like chatting with like listeners or watchers okay yeah yeah we actually right right up the first the first episode that that uh we, we did both Brian and Ethan, the other brewer, kind of naturally just sort of came on and started an- answering questions in oh, the nice. comment section. So we're trying to do that too, have somebody on the sideline and answering, you know, the comments awesome. so the people that are actually being filmed don't have to focus on that. That's cool. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about? You know, I've been power washing floors. That's that's all. <laughs> what kind of power washer are you using? Is it like a conical Which nozzle? Really, like? <laughs> it's a lot of fun, actually. Oh, no. So, you Where, know, we, we, we have this opportunity to just, like, really scrub all the floors and, you know, kind of look through the brewery and, and, and find find things that maybe have been overlooked or just, you know, kind of cleaned or, you know, organized poorly and we're we're it's going to be a polished amazing looking place when things open so i guess here's here's a question for you is this going to change like your regular cleaning regimen going forward like are you finding things that um like have like that you should clean more often that you're not or just yeah i think i think in general not only i mean cleaning but just maintenance stuff we're finding that you know this this these little things need to be taken care of more often than we can and now we have the time to maybe set up like a schedule or something i have another question so now that so whose desk is the messiest and is it brian's i have a i have a question <laughs> no first question carlos Brian's is the messiest desk, and to answer your second question, yes. <laughs> oh, hey, Brian, you see that bus? He just got thrown under it. <laughs> but actually, to be honest, Brian's desk is that messiest. Hey, Matt, how how are you doing in there? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? <laughs> I just Hello, keep hearing Matthew. noises. We start video, Matthew. <laughs> I'm on my cell phone. It won't let me. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, all right, Pete, how you doing, man? Good. Thanks. <laughs> what have you been up to? I want to go. Well, see again. you later. Well, I've been working. <laughs> it's not live on I've been working and I've been drinking. And oh. longboarding. I took a little digger oh, there. Oh, you took a little digger. That. It was raining. Oh. Wiped out. Oh, I've been uh, recording music. Oh, fun. Oh, shit. Um, hanging out with uh, the Matt. I don't know if you can see them, but I hope you can't see them. But. Nope. Did you write some songs for us, bro? Marquise 88? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 88 yeah, might be your name? I did, yeah. Dope. I don't think I, I can play him, though. I don't think it'll work. All right. 
Um, any, anything else you want to talk about there, Pete? No, I've just been gaming. If anybody wants to play video games, just hit me up. Find that demon banana on and everything. It, yep. Yeah, this is a definitely a great time to have my PC down. Your what? Your what? Oh, my PC is like not in great shape, so I just I just need to build a new one. So. Your PT? Let's my, talk more about PC. PC. Oh, PC. Okay, that makes way more sense. So how do you do work? How do you do work for what for your work? Like I have a work laptop, and I have a work laptop, and then I have non-work <laughs> laptops. So that's how I'm doing stuff. You have how many? Uh, I have two work lap- laptops, and then I have uh, another laptop. This many. And then I have an older laptop <laughs> that, if I really needed to, I had, could brop, pop that one out. That one's probably better for gaming. Enhance. <laughs> All right, uh, Rick, how you doing, bud? <clears throat> Old Dick. Yeah, dude. Um, good, man. I got like, I don't know. I'm hanging out. I got two. Oh, that's right. You started making rum. What? what? Or allegedly making rum? <laughs> <laughs> because you did. Hold have on. I gotta get. I gotta get locked in here now. What? What's going on back there? <laughs> You had so much space in your trailer, you decided to start making some rum. Yeah. Do you have a still? I'm, I'm chilling here. Um, this is rum. You're you're very you're very quiet, Rick. I don't know. Okay, no. So Rick Rick has allegedly started distilling his own rum. Allegedly. Um. No, I'm distilling rum. It's just. It's, uh, I live in New Zealand now. Oh, okay. So it's legal. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. For the purposes of the podcast, I live in New Zealand now. And in New Zealand, it's legal to home distill rum. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So he, he's making yeah. rum now, Justin. How much did it cost yeah. to get the trailer out there? <laughs> um, you know, like, like 100, 180 bucks. Oh, dude. <laughs> Cheaper than the plane tickets. Yeah, I just popped it over. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get spirit nerdy on it. Are you like, is it a medical like tabletop still? Is it like buried in the mountains? You know, Appalachian style. Like, what are we what are we talking here? Reveal only what you feel you should, but I'm really curious. It's a uh, it's a keg. So it's a it's like a sandy keg. The cool thing about a sandy keg is that top of it is a two inch connection for literally everything else. So it it's a it's a keg is the boiler and then I have an element in it for my water heater, and then the top part is like a two inch. Uh, copper column and then it has the the cooling chamber and everything off of that. Oh okay. So you've basically got like the I forget what it is. They have the automated like homebrew systems where you can get the distilling attachment. You've basically got like a makeshift thing like that. It's a yeah, smaller like, setup. Like a homemade version of that, yeah. Okay. Okay. I yep. can see it. Okay. I was wondering, I was just imagining you walking out the door to like moonshine. <laughs> No, uh, if you guys want to see you it, and Rickety Cricket out there making shit, bring us out. Oh, I, I can I can show it to Give you. Give us a tour, it, but that's just dependent on if people want to see it. Yeah, man, take yeah, take a walk. 
I feel so proper drinking out of this now that we've talked about this. <laughs> We're gonna, that's a good job. Oh, wow. Wow, New Zealand looks a lot like Wisconsin. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. That's, just, that's that? just a keg. And then yeah. the whole thing. Like, I no, use. No, he's not. This fella. So. Oh, okay. All right. There, there's the column. That makes more sense now. So, that's what I was wondering. I was like, that's just a keg. <laughs> okay. Wow, that trailer's even smaller than I thought it was. <laughs> uh, it's like a TARDIS, man. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah, dude. That's the whole thing. But it, it works for pot stilling. Um, and <clears throat> if you're in the U.S., which I'm not, <laughs> um, but if you're in the U.S., that's only for making fuel alcohol. Damn right, so, only fuel alcohol for running your weed um, If there's, like, anybody from the ATF, like, watching this... <laughs> oh, it cut off right after you said ATF. It, it, it yeah. cut off right there. They are watching. <laughs> All right. So, the ATF in the United States was to lie to me, but if they were, like, in the U.S., that would be only for a few outcomes. All right. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to, man? Uh, absolutely nothing. Cool story, dude. That's that that really exciting, up. huh? Wait, is that your mom in the background? Hi, well, Diane. Is that your mom? Hi, Diane. <laughs> 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 we just, my dad just made Ludafis, so we're, we ate Ludafis. Oh, no. Why? Why? <laughs> Nobody so wants that. Facebook page, and there's a really good picture of her wearing a respirator with Ludafis in her hands. Just no. I'm, go I'm going there now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ! So, yeah, we watched yeah. Tiger King. He can't help it you was now. Pretty good, and now yes. we're waiting yes. for The Walking Dead to come on. Wait, oh, nice. that show's still going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up, Carlos. Yeah, thanks, Brian. <laughs> I thought it was done. Uh, I think I think it starts I, I in like a half hour or an pandemic. hour or something. The Walking Dead was a pandemic, bro. I think a lot of people would argue it should have stopped seasons ago. <laughs> no, I would argue right it should have stopped. It was pretty bad. Three, yeah. All right. So, really now. so Matt, uh, have you been up to anything else? What have you else? been up to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> working, working, and working. You wouldn't think there'd be work, but there's conference calls always. I work for, you know, CareStream Health, which is a global company. So, it's now like more team meetings and Zoom, whatever, that you can meet and work. Yeah, they use Zoom there. <laughs> yes, we use Zoom. <laughs> Everybody uses Zoom now. It's Zoom I'm in the next century now. Matt usually has to come over and help me, but, you know. Who would ever thought my mom be on Department of Defense? We've right? tried all these years. That's... <laughs> we have to be mobile. We have to be mobile. We have to bring it to the moms. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're talking to everybody on the Department of Defense. Dad, you want to say hello? Come on, hello, here, Steve. Right, come here. Say hello to you. <coughs> We're live on the internet right now, Dad. 
If I could go over on air, just cut my feet. <laughs> the Department of Offense, you're live right now. Oh, Hello. hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> How's that Ludafisk? That was great. That's a lie, and you know it. <laughs> I just can't believe you made it on purpose. <laughs> I eat it all the time. Well, there you go. Welcome to the Evenson household right here. It's called Oofta. It's Oofta. I've always wondered. <laughs> Good. All right. It exists. It exists. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have I have some very bad news for everybody, um, specifically Brian. Uh, and, I mean, there, there are certain people who might be happy about this, but those people uh, should remain nameless, Carlos. Um, but uh, <laughs> the bell is broken. Oh. oh, wait, wait. How did you break it further? What the fuck did you do? I knew it. All right. So I knew, last I heard, it wasn't working well. Like, it was really dull. <laughs> you weren't able to ring it at all on the ca- on for the shows. But how did you break it completely? I was fiddling with it. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't, that's not an acceptable so you, answer. So you threw it. <laughs> that's what I happened, was, though. You can't was, even get a new one from Amazon. Whatever. I can't right now. Yeah, no, you can. So I, I was fiddling with it is not an acceptable answer. All right. So I was on a uh, I was on a, a Zoom call uh, with a bunch of people from uh, the Pitchfork regulars. Uh, Gordon, stop sharing your screen. <laughs> Gordon, what the fuck? Everybody yeah, order a bell right Please. now. All right. Um, anyway, so I fixed that no. problem. Um, so, yeah, it'll it'll get here in a month. I don't have a bell right now. That's that's my problem. No, so I was I was on there and I was playing with the bell and then next thing I know, I had two pieces of bell. And there was only <laughs> supposed to be one bell. Adelaide, your sex tape? Wow. I don't um, think you need to really worry so much about the bell, Casey. I'm I'm bummed about the bell. Well, I think you should worry never about worry about it again. I think you know why you shouldn't worry. <laughs> we have a horn now. Yes, that's better than a bell. That doesn't give me any anxiety at all. <laughs> Casey, all right. please. <laughs> So, uh, besides that, um, things I've been up to, uh, I've been playing a lot of VR because that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, have you guys ever played like the room game? I was on, being like, Casey phone? playing VR. Nobody got that. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to be crouching a whole lot and then standing up and crouching again. <laughs> yes, Casey. I beat all the room app games like on the yes. cell phone. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, they yeah, have a VR so one now and so it's incredible. Um, yep. like, I don't know, it's, it's, so I've been just playing a lot of, like, escape room games in VR, and that's been a lot of fun, uh, and then, other than that, like, just cooking and doing quarantine stuff, because that's all you can do. Oh, and yelling at my- Participating. Yell- masturbating. I mean, <laughs> an amount. Uh, and- My parents were in the next Spongy room. and bruised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, uh, uh, and, oh, and yelling at my parents for not following quarantine, so I'm gonna throw them on blast right now. You guys stay in your homes. Yeah. Oh, do they go to church today? No, church is canceled. Do they go for a walk or something? No, open, they, so like my mom keeps inviting people over to her house. house. Some churches are open. Oh, and that's a problem, bro. Oh, don't get me don't get me started on that right now. I don't. 
I'm about to break quarantine and go burn one down in Louisiana. I swear to God. <laughs> they are essential businesses, apparently, in some states. That is yep, bullshit. fucking tax them. Yeah, I know. I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a the point. All right. Uh, so uh, I want to ask, I want to kind of go around uh, and ask everybody what they're drinking. Uh, we're going to start with you, Carlos. Carlos, what are you drinking right now? Well, I was drinking a mojito my third or fourth of the day. I can't remember. Because uh, as they were going throughout the day, I realized that I wanted to preserve the club soda because I only had like so many liters of club soda, which was yeah, a lot four, of four liters. I had far more liters of the actual rum. All right. So I had to preserve the, the, club soda you want to talk about rum so i i actually that's the problem now is that i just finished this one right here so i can't make a new one yet so i've moved on to a beer uh let's see this is the uh the super squishy from uh oliphant and which which super squishy which one yeah the blackberry and raspberry sour all right is is oliphant doing curbside pickup they are yep okay Um, also uh I didn't mention this earlier. Uh, I have been getting a bunch of uh, takeout. I don't know about you, how much uh, takeout everybody else has been getting. A lot. I've been ordering. All, yeah. all I'm glad that restaurants are able to do the takeout because that's been great. Because I have next, had yeah, a lot more wings than I normally do. So many <laughs> buffalo wings. That's 100% of the, the whole world right now. Yeah. Right. Uh, Brian, what are you drinking? Uh, I was totally ready for this. You guys ready? <laughs> yep. Oh, shameless plug. Katie? Grape Kool-Aid. Very good. With vodka? Uh, <laughs> I, I noticed that earlier, I, and I was going to I was gonna interrupt, but I think Eric was talking, and I didn't want to, you know, interrupt him. Uh, so, yeah. I found Brian's a uh, grape Kool-Aid. Purple drink. Wait, wait, you're drinking grape Kool-Aid? That's purple drink. So, did you... So, I found, a, uh, I found a Monster Energy drink that tasted exactly like grape Kool-Aid. It was the monster uh, white tea, and it tastes—it's just—it's great. It's, great. it's just grape Kool-Aid. I'm gonna try that one. What, what else are you drinking, Brian? A purple drink or something? <laughs> it's purple drink. That's it. Just yeah. just grape Kool-Aid all the time. No, like I'm not. I'm not not quite. Well, wait, wait, what okay. All right. All right. Hang on. Right. Everyone else, shut the fuck up. Let Brian finish. Yeah. yeah shut the <laughs> drink. Finish, Brian. God damn it. Right. Oh, some space force. Mm-hmm. And co- coffee. Dude, how many beverages do you have? Well, Casey has done. Oh, and of course mess. the claws. Because they ain't no laws when you got the claws. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask, so I was like, I'll just be honest. <laughs> Delicious. Who cares? There we go. Uh, All right. Yeah, uh Gordon. Gordon. Purple on. drink. Purple drink. <laughs> What, what are you drinking? Coding, cough syrup and Sprite. Yeah, you get that lean, all right. I would totally drink that. <laughs> Something <laughs> you can add vodka or gin to it too. Why? Uh, no, not why. No. Your brain to fall apart. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was it's reading. Somebody brought up the reason why Wayne can't like talk like a normal person anymore is because of all. Oh no, that yeah, because of yeah, because of all the fucking purple, purple drink. drink. Yeah. Also, yeah. all the other drugs. All the well, other drugs, yeah. too. Yeah. All right, Gordon, what are you drinking? I don't know, man. I don't know about all the other drugs. Gordon, what are you drinking? Like, you're not supposed to drink cough syrup. Rick, shut the fuck up. The Addiction Center. 
Lean purple drink addiction <laughs> Rick, and abuse. Rick was Where, just where's about that from? to actually say something like good. And I don't care. I I'm don't joking. have as much like, control as I usually do, and I need it right now. On some scissor I'm just saying, was good. Casey, like, Rick was going to tell us that the, it is a medical opinion that if you drink cough syrup every day, you will never have to cough again. And that was actually not what I was. Oh God. Okay. Guys, uh, in all honesty, we're trying to do a fucking podcast here. Wait, what? Slow the fuck Wait, down. Gordon, what are you drinking? I got Heck and Chonker by Fair State Brewing. Their Imperial um, uh, Pastry Stout. All right. Thank you. It's not bad. It, it's a, it's a little, little boozy right now. I think if it sits and calms down, it'll be okay. All right. Uh, Katie. What's their pastry? Nice, you know what uh, pastry is mostly is dick. Um, bourbon barrel aged pastry out with vanilla. That's all I got for you. Okay. All right, uh, Katie, what are you drinking? I am drinking a black IPA. It's actually one of the ah, last beers I brewed at. At what's that? That sounds rad. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the last beers I brewed at um, Bobtown. The brewery that i'm leaving to go to hop and barrel for oh cool um, and it's actually brewed with the chinook hops that eric was talking about oh very cool in, in the in the hops episode so or that will either be before or after this episode oh uh, it will be after it'll be after okay. yep so tomorrow's yeah, episode so, of homebrew bound yep yep i used um almarillo and Ch- chinook hops in the spear so i i i i I uh, swiped a, a case of it, and I keep it in my fridge for now. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Justin, what are you drinking? Oh, well, it's, it's always a combo. It's always a combo. Um, there's a solid case of uh, China. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Brian got me the sunboards right now, and I can't I can't stop. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm uh, – I don't know how some... ready you were for that. <laughs> No, since he did the, the air horn, I've been like ready with the button. <laughs> um, no, I've been grooving on bad weather right now. Um, I've got their mythic mongrel, their Irish cream ale. Oh, cool. Super oh, tasty. And, uh, you know, combine that with, uh, you it's know, a jug of Tullamore. Oh, do. <laughs> you know, I didn't know it came in jug. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a like, limited thing. Beer with some fucking like uh, how how like how limited like is it is it a special release or is it just the regular Telemar doing a fun bottle? To my knowledge, it's just like a collector bottle. Did you show it again? Um, yeah, it's uh, so it's just it's just a seven fifty. Um, it was a little bit more expensive, not by much. Um, it's just because it's like oh, it's like a collector bottle. Have a little. It's, it's the whiskey in the jar. Corked. It's you know and uh you know with with you know making rum in new zealand this just felt appropriate it's very appropriate um all right rick what what are you drinking bud me are you drinking some new zealand rum yeah so because i live in new zealand now where it's legal to rum um i've been drinking rum so uh, <laughs> what? Don't worry about it, man. So, Ooh. got this. Uh, I distilled a rum that 
I don't know, but I like it. Anyway, um, so I, I made a rum that was, I, added, I took like all the molasses and then I distilled it and then it wasn't a high enough gravity to distill. It was like 1040 something. So I added a bunch of rye water, which is a thing that I made up. Where I... <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so you're drinking New Zealand rum. That's great. Pete, what are you drinking, man? Yeah. So- um. Oh, just some Jack Daniels. Yes, indeed. Oh, there's that. <laughs> All right. That is not New Zealand even a little bit. Kitty likes I like it. The, I like the cat. That's there. He didn't actually drink any ages. Yeah. He would like to. <laughs> really like to. Like, hmm. And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. It's a lot harder not to interrupt the news now that like it's really staticky for us on the side. <laughs> well, you know, Carlos, fuck off. Officials all over the country can't stop emphasizing the importance of practicing social distancing to slow down the spread of coronavirus. Uh, the leaders in Leon County, Florida, are giving people an interesting visual to help them maintain the proper distance from others. This is a reminder that during COVID-19, please remember to keep at least one large alligator between you <laughs> and everyone else at all times. Good way to do it, man. So 90% of Floridians, of course, looked at heard this as like, all right, yeah, keep the distance of one alligator between everybody. The other 10% were like, yeah, I'll take my alligator with me on walks so we keep the distance between us right. <laughs> or, well, I just figured we can actually use Clark as a measurement now. Yeah. One well, he's he's been on measurement for years. All right, so, so yeah, the, you've got to keep one large alligator. Oh, one large, one large. It's um, important large because a small alligator might be three feet, so you can bring like four of those fuckers with they're you. They're kind of cute. Some of those like really baby ones are like really small and kind of yeah, cute. Yeah, three foot yeah, alligator. Four that's, of them. That's adorable. And it's so fine. the uh, <laughs> like with with the coronavirus uh, having infected more than uh, a million people and killing more than sixty thousand, um, <laughs> people have gotten a little creative uh, with the distance yeah. to try to like. Uh, get people to visualize it. So one large alligator. Um, other people are saying two golden retrievers. Um, the width of an average sedan, a sofa, a dining room table, or the length of a mattress. So make sure you keep like two golden retrievers between you and your friends. Yeah. Why don't we just use like human height and be like, oh, my friend Keith is six feet tall. If you were laying on the ground, that's the distance. Well, but unfortunately, just, unfortunately, some people like unfortunately some people like Casey are shorter than six feet. <laughs> you know what, Carlos? Florida. Fuck off! <laughs> like in, in Florida, you have to measure it like very specifically. Everything uh, needs to be a- measured in alligators. In Florida, it's like you know how long an alligator is, like that much. Rick, in uh, New Zealand, how many meters is it that you have to stay away from people? In New Zealand, you have to stay at least uh, two meters from other people. That's more than six feet. 
But I mean, that's I mean, that's technically correct is what he said. That's what people are saying. (laughs) I know it's correct because I live in New Zealand. (laughs) So uh, many evangelical preachers have been looking for a scapegoat for COVID-19. They've already blamed it on gays and claimed it was a sign of the end of the world. Some evangelicals don't even believe the disease is real and have stubbornly refused to practice social distancing. But now preacher Pat Robertson has weighed in with an even more ridiculous theory. During an appearance on the 700 Club, Robertson blamed the coronavirus on oral sex. Some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs, said Robertson. I knew it. I fucking knew it. When people do that, they travel all kinds of chemicals from ladies' private parts, and that's where I think the virus came from. We never had this kind of thing when I was coming up. No one was committing oral sex back then. Yeah, they didn't have Spanish flu when he was a child. Yep. Uh, Robertson previously blamed 9-11 <laughs> on witches and lesbians. We just found the guy that definitely wasn't going to That's just how that works. The thing is that if you if you if you suck on a pussy, um, you you die. That's, yeah, that's what I've learned. And that needs to be a clip right there. In case you hit that back over and over. Yeah, we'll we'll get that for the quote game this next year. Okay, well, we not? I think, I think that's a lesson here. So. So, uh, German supermarket chain and son of the devil, Aldi, is so concerned about running out of pasta due to the coronavirus (laughs) pandemic that it is sending special freight trains to Italy to stock up. Several special trains have been already brought over, uh, have already brought over uh, 60,000 packs of Fusili, over 70,000 packs of uh, Penne, and over 250,000 packets of spaghetti from Italy to Nuremberg as their first delivery. God, I hate being out of Fusili. Right? Uh, reads a statement released by the low-cost supermarket chain. Italian news uh, agency uh, and Cronus uh, reports that demand for pasta in Germany has increased sharply during the COVID-19 crisis, with Aldi struggling to keep its shelves stocked. Uh, Schrenker, the logistics department of the German railways uh, Deutsche Bahn, uh, has already imported more than 200 tons of pasta from Italy in recent days. There's only Casey, I'm hearing that there's only one solution for this. Aldi's needs to shut down. Yes. Oh, thank God. Finally. If anything good comes from this and we destroy Aldi's, how great would that be? Okay, then you can pay for my girls. Why do you hate Aldi so much? Because it's the devil. Then we can pay for shopping carts. He doesn't like bagging his own groceries. I don't like bagging my own groceries. I don't like paying for a cart. It's really about petty stuff. It's very petty, and I hate Aldi's. There is it's no reason for it. Uh, Casey hates Aldi because shit. they give him cheap groceries and he doesn't like that. No, they don't give me cheap groceries because I don't shop there. They would if you went there. I won't go there for their the bullshit. Because Casey's a Whole Foods guys now. I do like the Whole Foods. It's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, he's all about Whole Foods. All right, a Venezuelan. Hey, you want the full food. You like a half a food at Aldi's. You want the full food? I would like the full food. I like half. I'm on Carlos's side for once. I want the whole food. (laughs) (laughs) How does that feel? You want to come on over here? So a Venezuelan naval boat picked and come to. A Venezuelan naval boat picked and lost a fight with a passenger cruise liner off the country's northern coast this week, ramming it several times before accidentally taking on water and sinking. 
Wait, what was ramming it? Uh, a a naval boat rammed a cruise boat, and the naval boat sank. Wait, it rammed it multiple times though. Did yep. You say? Uh, so the pri- the proprietors Ooh. of the German owned RCGS Resolute cruise ship said its vessel had been receiving maintenance in international waters on Tuesday, when the armed navy boat approached it and ordered it to change directions. The encounter escalated when, according to the company, gunshots were fired, and shortly thereafter, the naval vessel approached the starboard side at speed with an angle of 135 degrees and purposely collided with the RCGS Resolute. The naval vessel continued to ram the starboard bow in an apparent attempt to turn the ship's head towards uh, Venezuelan territorial waters. However, the RCGS Resolute is reinforced with steel plating to help it navigate through ice. (laughs) While the RCGS Resolute sustained minor damages, not affecting the vessel's seaworthiness, it occurs that the navy vessel suffered severe damages while making contact with the ice-strengthened bulbous bow of the ice-class expedition cruise vessel and started to sink. Good so job, Venezuela. What, what happened was <laughs> the, the navy vessel was like a level three, and then the cruise ship was like a level 14. Yep. And they were like, oh, yeah, you tried, but yes. Mask your whole bow. Yeah, you did a, good, buddy. So wait, so did the did the ship sink? Yeah. So yeah, that's no, yet died. another yet another ship lost to hubris. <laughs> it was it was a level it was a level four ship that died. Yep. So uh no nobody on the Venezuelan boat died, but the ship did sink. Right. Right. Because well, they were got... a lot higher level. Justin, you seem very confused. Well, no, I'm not not about the situation. I, I'm following the story very well. I'm just curious why there was an icebreaker near Venezuela. Uh, I'm guessing it was coming. Uh, it was probably either coming north or going south to a uh, to some sort of like Arctic cruise. I don't, or is, well, or maybe it's a, it was, like, was it the flat? Was it the flat Arctic cruise? Or it could be a, I don't know, maybe it's standard issue on cruise ships these days, just because so we could be. Well, so there, there, there were no, there were no passengers on this cruise ship. It was, um, it was, it was yeah. empty except for crew, uh, crew because they were doing maintenance. It could have had all of the Venezuelan ice. I think yeah, that was the only thing that caught me off guard was, was that like, yeah. hey, equipped with icebreaker stuff. Yeah, Central oh, America. Oh, here comes what? Justin with all the realistic climate facts. Hey, I don't <laughs> care what you do to New Zealand, but like, leave me out of this. Well, <laughs> so it seems I am out of out super here. squishy. So I guess it means I have to move on to my next drink, which is literally just a box of nerds. Carlos, that's, that's not that's that not a beverage. That's not a drink. Carlos, nobody pours some liquor in it. You fucking nerd. <laughs> hey, Carlos, nobody cares what you have to drink now. All right. Um, so nerds mojito. This uh, that ends the news and it brings us to our discussion topic uh, for 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 the for the evening. Uh, it's kind of a two parter. Uh, part one is how do you like or how how do you build the best pillow fort? And part two is what do you do to your pillow fort to make it more epic than other pillow forts? We're all yeah. stuck at home right now, and who hasn't thought about making a pillow fort? Because they're the best. Um, so, Carlos, we're going to start with you. How do you build the best pillow fort? Well, honestly, you got to kind of use something that's... Plus, I like to think that a futon is kind of like a giant pillow. So you start using futons in your fort creation. 
Okay. That's how you uh, make it really good uh, for it. How? But no. How? How are you using the futon? As a building material, Casey, it's a fucking fort made of pillows and futons. Now, how do you think you use it? Okay, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> how, how is that different than any like using a couch? Well, a couch isn't a, a cushion. A futon is. Okay. A mattress is a literal mattress. It's not. It's not a giant pillow like a futon. Okay. A futon is. Literally so you're, you're, you're talking. You're talking about the cushion on the futon you're using. Not the oh, futon itself. No, yeah, I'm not talking about the thing that you put a futon on. No, no, no Carlos, the thing you put the foot like the thing you put the futon <laughs> mattress on is the futon. Yeah, no, you're wrong. The futon. I think you're wrong. I don't think. I think that's right. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> no. Okay, okay we'll we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. The futon is the futon and the mattress. Hey, futon! Now that I was reminded earlier in the show that Google is a thing that apparently I need to use for stuff that I don't know, is a Japanese quilted mattress rolled out on the floor for use as a bed. That's quilted incorrect. mattress. No, I guess I, I guess I gotta take back the thing I said about mattresses then. Yeah, that's incorrect. All right, so we're I all think wrong. All of this stuff is a futon. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, all right. So you're using a futon. How, futon. how do you how how, futons. how how do you make it more epic than in just like a normal like pillow fort? Like, am I comparing it to other mattress like other forts? That yeah, you are. Like, are they within like distant like within like a range like where I could like maybe burn their forts down instead? Uh, sure. I would do. Sure. Yeah, that's what I would burn their forts down. So you 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 would make your superior by starting a fire in the other fort. And however other forces are standing in my way, yes. <laughs> I respect that. I mean, it's you know? it's not a bad strategy, I'm not going to lie. It's it's not a bad <laughs> one. Uh Brian. How do you make the best the best pillow fort? I actually thought about this quite a bit in the uh Casey. Oh good. Yeah. How about that, Casey? Well, no, I I so sent it early so everybody bad. would. So you just want to you want to reiterate what the the topic is? Oh yeah, so uh, so the first like it's a two parter. First is how do you build the best pillow fort, and then second is how do you make your pillow fort more badass than anybody else's? All right, well, um, I kind of drifted off when whoever it was was talking about the futon thing, but I I'm I'm telling you a a futon. Mattress looks like a cushion, so I I feel like that should be admitted into the conversation. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use like as much, you know, pillows and cushions and things, and and I'm gonna build a really robust, uh, you know, uh, pillow fort. But I think the lat the second part of the question is what again? Uh, how do you make your pillow fort more badass than anybody else's? The Marines. Oh. The United States Marines. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but how? Not quite. Like how? <laughs> no, no, no. I I, under, I understand that you're just dropping no. the mic right now. No, he has dropped the mic. I, That's it. He needs he needs to pick it back up and explain himself. <laughs> no, he yeah. dropped it. No, but how okay. are you just like adding the Marines you to your pillow the back up? <laughs> no, once the mic is dropped, it's dropped. 
I, let me let me think about this from a like a Carlos standpoint here. Let me go on a rant for a second. So now I've yeah. got my pillow for it. What the fuck am I supposed to do with it? I defend it, or or how do I make it more rad? How do you make it more rad? I mean, more it depends. Rapid. It depends on what you're going for. Are we trying to defend it from like a roving band of well, assholes? Well, I mean, right like... now all you need to defend it is from Carlos burning it down. Yeah. Oh, so the United States. <laughs> I think they would. I don't think the, the I core, can, The core will protect I, me. I, I can't get through that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like you understand the question, but okay, the Marines. Yeah, no, Brian's right. I can't get through the Marines. That is the answer. <laughs> All right, Gordon, do you have any tips for building a pillow fort? Use you got to use a uh, uh, large cardboard boxes to reinforce, and then you can. Oh. Inside. That's actually a good tip. You can either no. see the TV through a window, or bring in like a, a you know a, a tablet or something on the side. Boom! Drive in movie theater and get some extension cords. You haul over the mini fridge within reaching distance, and then you put a microwave on top of the mini fridge, and you don't have to leave really. I mean, all right. So talking about the two previous forks. You know what drive in means? Well, drive in esque. I, I'm I'm still I'm still what? going to Gordon's hey, Fort versus the other two. One is full of Marines, and the tricks. other one's just burning everything down. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get one of those bug zapper uh, tennis rackets. So if Carlos comes near my place with a with a lighter, I'm just gonna zap him with it. I wasn't gonna use a lighter, but sure, yeah, you could definitely hit me with the zapper. That's right. <laughs> uh, doesn't stop the yeah, pipe bomb, but I hey. Would, I would enjoy that greatly. <laughs> that would be sexually arousing, for sure. So, uh, Justin, uh, I feel oh, like well, I, I, I feel like uh, you've you've spent the last couple of weeks contemplating pillow forts. Well, you know, you know me well. <laughs> um, I hate to admit that, but you do sometimes. <laughs> uh, the key to building a successful one is rigid cushions. But the cardboard idea is fine. Yeah. But at that point, you have a cardboard fort. You know, you're losing the fabric side of it. Yeah. So, you know, couch cushions from, you know, arm chairs, whatever have you. But what will set it apart is you take, like, kitchen chairs and set them along the outside back in and use them to reinforce it. Oh. That's good. Good call. Good. Really? Then, you also put, then you can you can stack stuff on those chairs then, and then that adds weight. Nice. Yeah. So how how would you make your pillow fort more badass than anybody else's? Cats and lasers. Epic. I mean, epic works too. Badass, like it doesn't. Matter. I mean, cats and lasers, like that was my question. Like, uh, what do we? Turret machine guns, uh, you know the Marine, the United States Marine Corps. Where, no, well, where the fuck are you getting those? all of these Marines during a like a pandemic? What else are they doing, Casey? They're dedicated to the cause, Casey. <laughs> Brian, but but you don't have you don't just don't have start to your living room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have cats. I have lasers. If I'm going out, I'm not going out sober. Yeah. That's all we need. It doesn't matter if I'm going to be drunk you, playing with cats and lasers in the pillow fort. That sounds delightful. So, yeah, Justin, that, you, that sounds you, illegal. Justin, did you mention the sturdy cushions? Was that like one of the things you had mentioned? I did, but yeah. not futons because they're for bitches. So, I'm trying to, like, I don't know oh. if anybody else had a couch like this growing up. Like, when I was small, we had a couch that it had no structure, like, no wooden or metal stuff on the side. It was literally a giant cushion 
that had been somehow fashioned of like all the sturdy cushions into a, a folding couch. Carlos, I have no that's idea what you're gross. talking about. That sounds like something you made up. No, no. Although I was, it told, sounds like a tan grams of a when couch. I was, when I was like four and five, I was being, I was always being told like grams. never not to play with it, and like because I would always like try to make forts and stuff with it because I kept being told like, yeah, don't do that because you might suffocate and die. Quit playing with your dingy. No, Carlos, it sounds like your parents had orgies on that. And they were like, just stay away from it, okay? Oh, that's, uh, good that's a good point. Rick, like, we're, we're, we're at like a five, and then you jump into an 11. Like, <laughs> you know, you said it was a good New Zealand, story. man. New Probably Zealand. possible. All right. Uh, <laughs> Pete, do you have any uh, tips on how to build the best pillow fort? Well, see, you sent the text to me, and I I misread it as uh, how do you make a pillow fight more epic? Oh, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that too. Text. There's text now. Um, so you have a room full of candles, right? Okay. And then you fill the pillows with napalm. Gasly. Oh shit. And then you have a fight. <laughs> and that's what I. That's literally what I came up with. <laughs> Uh, how do, I, how do I you make a pillow? I'm Pete for my apocalypse team. Just saying. Fuck yeah, and uh, pillow wants fort. Have, Pete wants to have a romantic Vietnam pillow fight. <laughs> is what I'm hearing. So, <laughs> if that's, you know, I, I definitely heard the same thing there. Use some there's, candles and napalm in the trees and have a pillow fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, that would make it epic. Okay, because pillow fights are boring, and so are pillow forts. All right, you got to get all kinds of shit involved if you're gonna make a fort, not just pillows. Well, so like pillow pillow forts is the generic term. Like you're using other materials because you're using a blanket. You're using like <laughs> all the furniture. All the furniture. Pete, what in the are you house. doing anyway? What do you mean? He's having a romantic Vietnam pillow fight online. What do you mean? All right, so Pete. Um, if, if you, if you could add one thing to a pillow slash blanket slash furniture fort to make it more epic than anybody else's, what would you add? Um, probably memory, the memory foam pillows. You make it like a, you build it like, like an igloo. Oh, you build it like an igloo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, oh. I mean, that's new. That seems very warm and toasty and delightful. It'll be even toastier when I started on fire. You could uh, stockpile your napalm in there too. Well, then, really I wouldn't do that. I would not. I would like so just uh, just a general PSA: do not store your napalm in your pillow fort. Uh, it's a bad plan. Bad plan. Uh, Katie, do you have any uh, pillow fort tips? Well, they've all been taken. No. So cats was taken. Oh, shit. Add cats to your fort, and um, reinforcing it with like firmer pillows, and okay. using your couch cushions. That's mine. Yeah. All right. Um, so, is is there anything that you would add? Like, if you could add anything to your pillow fort to make it more epic, what would you add? One extra cat. Oh, oh, two cats. That's. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of cats. I like that. Cats you know, are a good addition. You know, that, yeah, that's almost as good as the as the Marines. I mean, I'm gonna get stopped and go try to pet those cats. I'm no, cats are not cats. as good as the Marines. Well, yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> I no can't. If there's a cat the on a uh, on a pillow fort, I can't burn it down. I can't yeah, burn it down. I'm capable of burning it down. Two cats in that's there. That's true. Uh, it's impossible. Here, here's an important distinction. Even Carlos can't destroy a cat. 
And Carlos has no soul or <laughs> morals. If I had the power to take out the Marines to get to burn down that pillow fort, I would, but I don't have that power. I might have the pillow power to take down a fort that had cats, but I would not. All right. Exactly. Um, did, did I miss it? Rick, did you get a chance to go? No, not yet. All right, man. How would you build the best pillow fort? I think a lot of people are, are overlooking rope. Ooh, rope. Yeah. I would use some rope, man. Like, like, you eat the like rope cotton rope, or like you know, no. If you if you have like a like a peak, you can create like rope ridge lines down from the peak, and then you just lay pillows on top of that. Yeah, but you have to untie your sub to do that. So I'm just saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a trade off. You have to decide what you want more. Um. But yeah, I mean, if you use some rope to like reinforce everything, you can like do some some pretty some pretty classic rope tricks, you know, and uh, enforce your pillows for sure. All right, so uh, what what would you add to your pillow fort uh, to make it better than everybody else's? So I went very literally with the idea of making it more epic. And so what what I would do in that case is to I, I want to make the thing more epic. So I would make it owned by Sony Corporation of America um, because they own Epic Records. And so I would just make it owned by Sony. So that it was literally epic. Carlos, you so, can burn his fort down. I don't care. So you're saying that it would, you're trying to turn your fort into yet another poor decision that Sony as a company has made. Got it. Yes, but that would make it all very right. epic. So, all right. So here, here's here's something that kind of everybody, except for Rick, is uh, kind of ignored when we were talking about pillow forts. The most important thing is, like, headroom. Like, you want to be able to, if you can't stand up, at least, like, crouch a little bit in there so you can move around in the fort. Nobody's standing up in a pillow fort, man. Actually, I don't know. I, I feel like half the fun is the fact <laughs> that you have to crawl around everywhere. The Tech Nine. Oh. No, like you just want to be able to move around. So like I'm I'm thinking like you want you want to like take like broomsticks and and mop handles and like unscrew like the mop heads and the broom heads and you use those as like bracers in your fort as like pillars to like hold that blanket up a little bit or if you have a ceiling fan that you don't care about like maybe tie the blankets from there and drape them down and then you have Absolutely. a lot of why not you have a lot of loft to deal with and oh, you like i mean if, if you're going like if you're going like that high ceiling fan high you could in theory like start stacking stuff on top of each other and get like a second floor to your pillow fort well, okay so and how epic would that do that be? though maybe you should like tie all the pillows to the fan and then turn the fan on Carlos, what would that do except break your fan? If your fan was sturdy enough to handle it, then your pillow fort make goes in a circle. Yeah, but that's, at, that's, Carlos, that's also, stupid. Like you could at that point, like you're literally just in a room. Yeah, okay. but it's a room covered in blankets <laughs> and it's cozy blanket. as fuck. And you've yeah, made it into no, a like fort. You literally just hang some blankets from the fan in a room. No, like, but it makes like a tent area. Up. Like it's different. 
So Casey, use yeah, your fucking imagination, like, man. Not a lot different, but it is a little different. It's a lot yeah. different. I'm say like <laughs> the difference in like how we were all raised, like versus what we are now as adults. Like none of us, no one in this chat has more than one broom and one mop, guaranteed. I have multiple. I have two brooms. mops and two brooms. The, Casey, there might be another one outside. Oh, we have three, possibly. Is that from the neighbor? Like, it's, you know, that's our that's town. No, we just haven't thrown it away yet. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> no recycling. <laughs> you can't recycle a mop. <laughs> yeah, you can. You know, you're not trying hard enough. Carlos is gonna kill it with napalm or whatever. Well, like, do it, it doesn't matter. Fuck yeah, napalm. Yeah, we recycle mops a lot. Um, but yeah, so then to make my to make to make it more epic. I mean, ah, man, I I don't I don't know how I'm gonna compete with two cats or the Marines. Um, I I was thinking like a little like projector to like um, either do like uh, like a planetarium show like on the blanket ceiling. I think would be pretty dope. Or like Sony record releases. (laughs) Wow! Yeah, definitely. Are you being paid by Sony? That will definitely save both Sony and your Pete. Fork. Is that or you outside? Sponsored by Sony now, so kind of a Sony thing. Pete, are you yeah. on the sidewalk right now? Yes. Do you guys see yes. Pete? Yeah, I like, can see him. I wonder why that was going out the window. You see him down there? Yeah, yeah he's right there. <laughs> oh, a lovely cul-de-sac. Lovely. All right. So for our listeners, Pete is uh, put his camera outside the window. Or pointing outside the window so we can see him outside. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this show real quick so we can just hang out. Uh, if that's okay with everybody. Yeah. No. All right. So if I hit this button here and we do this little list. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at blindnewsstudios. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.